All right, welcome back everybody. This week's episode of The Community of Big Hearts with Stu Starkey. And we don't have Stu Starkey today. Instead, it's producer Ryan and uh, my man Christian. Christian Clavel, how you doing? Very good. Good, good, welcome back. So if you heard last week's episode, and if you didn't, what are you waiting for? Go back and subscribe, listen to that episode. You can catch it on anything, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, Overcast. Subscribe, like, share the podcast, because it was such a great discussion both uh, you and Stu had. and It was a discussion about resilience, about bouncing back, mm-hmm. um, some of the difficult times that yourself as a leader in our community uh, went through and continue to go through. I don't want to say it's something that, that we, we conquer, it's something that, that we get better at coping with, but you know, as you made very clear in the interview, it's something that you know we have to continue to work at and mm-hmm. focusing on our own self-care. So it was such a great conversation. I really, really uh, enjoyed listening back to it again. And um, you know, I just want to thank you again for coming on that show and Absolutely. being so vulnerable. Some of the feedback that I had from people who listened was that you were very vulnerable. You were very open, and I think that's important for mm-hmm. other leaders to see that. It's yeah. it's almost inspirational in a sense that other leaders don't have to put on a, a brave face, that they they can show um, sadness, they can show anxiety, um, because we're all human beings. And I think that's something that connects all of us. But I think sometimes in a leadership position, we feel that maybe we shouldn't show some of those, those emotions. And I think it's important that we do. Yeah, no, I think, uh you know, out of out of the experience that uh, the last few years have been for me, uh, the uh, I will call it the big regroup that mm-hmm. I, that I've I've been undertaking the the uh, the the fact that I'm kind of just coming back at my company in a different way, mm-hmm. kind of healthier, uh, having built up some uh, some resilience and such. It's it's uh, you know I'm in a I'm in a good place. I feel that uh, with uh, with Stu helping and being involved and providing some guidances, it, it, um, it, uh, it kind of rejuvenates a, a person, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, when you own a company and you try to run the thing as well as you can, uh, you can feel alone sometimes yeah. because there, you can't, you can't just talk about certain things with staff and uh, you can't just open up as you may be, you know, you might want to. So you have to kind of sometimes act oh, stronger than you may May, yes. may actually be at the time so yeah, absolutely but again making time to have self-care to take care of yourself yes be strong for the troops be strong for the employees but at the mm-hmm. same time be real and take care of yourself there's a time and place right absolutely I agree uh, again it's something that I've mentioned before on the show um, it's important that we understand that Stu is not just trying to build a podcast he's not trying to just do a show it's not about raising awareness of community that's a part of it but what Stu is really trying to do is drive change drive improvement in our community by inspiring leaders to do more for their community by inspiring members to not just sit on the fence but to take action become a leader become a contributor and of course to help contributors find the right causes to get behind and support contributors wherever possible so again as Stu does Stu likes to help out people in the community after you and Stu talked, what were some of the next steps? What did you two um, What did you two talk about? What did you two do to move forward and, and to to support one another? That's an excellent question. <laughs> so, the, I, honestly, I think um, the biggest thing it did to when Stu made himself available to to help is that it actually allowed me to uh, to get out of that tunnel vision 
Um, I think when you're, you're you're mucking it out and you're trying, you know, you're grinding it out. And like I, I joke where I was coming into the office and I would kind of grind it out all day and I was getting spit out at the end of the day, uh, just putting out fires. But with, with working with Stu, um, it kind of gave me a little bit of confidence and it allowed me to focus on, um, okay, you know, I've got a chance here to work with somebody um, what do I need to focus on? So it allowed me to just kind of like take a deep breath mm. and and look at some things and you know just uh, opening up some possibilities. You know, everything mental health is is uh, near and dear to my heart. And um, just recently, we made a, an amazing connection with somebody who's uh, doing uh, applied suicide intervention mm. skills training. And um, that, uh, you know, in, in really deep discussions with her, uh, we discussed about like who's out there, who's really doing this. And, you know, other than a few organizations kind of doing it in-house, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of room to maneuver. Like there's, there's, uh, this needs to be promoted, needs to be put out there. And so I feel that uh, some, working with Stu kind of gave me that extra like, okay, I, I can do more here. So how am I going to go out there? So opening this up. Um, and and uh, offering that kind of training to the general public or people that are maybe in vulnerable positions. I mean, you need two ed trainers mm. doing that course because like you're talking about some really heavy duty material yeah. and uh, we might trigger people and you might have, uh, um, you know, people that uh, that open up to, and, and need more guidance. And, sure. and I think that kind of training would yeah. just totally fill the bill absolutely and so what Stu did you know very tactically to kind of share was Stu provided you with with a loan to help um, move forward on certain initiatives that you guys had internally and I think that that was a great thing for for the company mm -hmm. a great thing for you and again the whole community of big hearts is about supporting the community where we can um, and where possible and I think that's fantastic that Stu was able to give that to Canadian First Aid training to help you, as you said, focus more on some of the more important things, which I think is yeah. fantastic. Well, it just allowed me to take stuff off of like the sketch pad that, uh, you know, of I have, course. you know, it's easy to come up with an idea, but you need to actually execute. And I think uh, that's what it was. It just allowed me to uh, not have to, you know, pull from Peter to pay Paul, it allowed me to just keep right. focusing on the company in one direction, but then, you know what, this this part of it, it's, it's, it needed to get done, and, and, it, and it helped to have him involved. And the most important thing was it allowed you to live your purpose. Again, it's it's written right on the outside of your building there. What's the, what's the purpose? Helping people save lives every day. To be able to help people save lives every day, to help with doing more training, to help place more AEDs. We're making the Winnipeg community a safer place where people are trained. They have the right tools so that if something were to happen, they know what to do. Yeah. Mothers can go home, fathers can go home, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, they will be safe. You don't know when an event will happen, mm -hmm. but knowing that people are trained, they have the right tools, that makes our community a better, safer place when you are able to live and act on your purpose. And that is one of the biggest reasons why Stu made that investment to continue or to help you continue living that purpose. And I think it's truly beautiful. But what if, I, if, I, look oh, at ahead, the, if I look at the first aid world, 80% of the time that you're going to help somebody, it's somebody you know. Most people take a first aid course, you know, they've been voluntold, they gotta go, they, they, you know, they, they sometimes sit back, but when we open up with the fact that, you know, you're more likely to help somebody you care and love, yeah. um, you know, that's, you know, choking or a cut, scrape, bleed or a bloody right. nose or a faint, 
um, if, if, if I can bring that to you know any type of training, you're more likely to use it on people that you care and love. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the nice part about all of this mm-hmm. is that it's it's just, you know, whether it be the babysitting course that we offer or, or, or some of the more advanced stuff, um, you're more likely to help people that you know. That's right. And making our communities a safer place is a very important mm-hmm. thing. The one thing, again, that Stu wants to do is as a community leader yourself, not only does he look to support where he can, but he then asks for the community to support back, to give back. And that's a theme that you're gonna see on the show Mm -hmm. is that yes, Stu through Two Small Men is going to help uh, community contributors, community members, community leaders, but at the same time, Stu expects them and he's gonna hold them accountable to giving back as well because that's how we're gonna get this ball rolling and that's how we're gonna keep it rolling is that we all hold each other accountable. So, what are you doing to contribute back to the community, to maintain this this identity of the community of big hearts. So, um, in in working with Stu, uh, we are uh, we've made some um, some some preliminary discussions, and we're moving things along fairly quickly now to work with the Bear Clan mm. here in Winnipeg. And what is Bear uh, Clan, by the way? People who don't know. Bear Clan is one heck of a of a, a growing and evolving uh, organization. Grassroots. Mm-hmm. Um, They've uh, they're kind of inserting themselves in all the different facets of uh, of life here in Winnipeg, including some of the inner city um, stuff that's going mm. on. People that uh, um, that need help or guidance, or mm. uh, you know, they, they do everything from picking up needles off the street to actually mm. being there to listen to the people that uh, that are vulnerable uh, to you know just diverting people. You know, there's the yeah. there's the shelter, there's the you know, there's it's the food not, bank. There's so it's not an easy job. Like, no, I, I know a couple of the folks from Bear Clan, and you know a lot of them as yeah. well as the Stu, and the work that they're doing in the inner city. It's, it's. I wouldn't say it's fun work. It's hard work, mm-hmm. and the stuff that they see um, can definitely leave a lasting impression on somebody. And the one thing that Stu was really interested in was, of course, the piece that you're very passionate about. Yeah. Psychological first aid. Absolutely. Yeah, I know that uh, in, in discussions with them, we've actually done a course already. Uh, we're doing another one in a couple of weekends from now. Beautiful. And, um, you know, the group that's coming in, they're looking for some tools, some things that they can use when they're talking to people that are in crisis or going through a traumatic event and uh, help them with how to divert people so that they don't maybe take on the full brunt of that crisis on themselves. Um, you know, the, the one of the main things is trying to avoid compassion fatigue. They, they're these, these volunteers, and this is the thing, there's like 1,500 volunteers mm-hmm. that are, are across the province, but when they're there helping somebody, the impact, we need a way to kind of divert, uh, focus on self-care, return to self-care after they've actually been there for somebody and and how to link the people that they're working with uh, so that they can kind of get back to living and and doing back the the volunteer stuff that they're they're, uh, interested in. I love it. So continuing to Continuing to connect Canadian First Aid training to Bear Clan and ensuring that you are now in turn giving back and training up as many people in Bear Clan as possible. And we'll figure that out over the next 12 months in terms of what you can do. But again, as anything else, we want to measure this. We want to measure the impact that the community of Big Hearts is having in the community. So it's something that I'm asking all leaders and all contributors um, is to to track it because at the end of the year, it's going to be great to go back over and see just how much we've been able to do. Stu has a goal of one million dollars, and he said by himself he's going to do five hundred thousand. 
through two small men with big hearts, the company um, that he he, uh, he he leads. And again, same from you. So he's gonna ask to track that. And anybody else who's a leader who Stu has helped or has pushed to do something big in the community, we wanna track it because we mm -hmm. wanna be able to see a measurable impact on the community. And from there, every single year, every single month, every single day, we hope to be able to have a greater impact in this community and continue fostering, building, and creating this community of big hearts. But Christian, I'll tell you, your interview was fantastic. And if you haven't had a chance to go back over and listen to it, please go back and listen to it. And you can truly understand uh, one of our great community leaders that we have here in Winnipeg. But uh, my friend, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah.